0: Listening to the Living BDSM podcast, episode two forty one. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the totally on top of it firing on all cylinders, John Brownstone.
1: Dang straight.
0: Hell yeah. Not like you haven't had eighty five coffees yet today or anything. Eighty six. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever it takes is what I say. (laughs) This week's topic, we don't know the title of it, so I don't know if we've already described it when you've looked at it in your podcast app, so I'll try to describe (laughs) it here. Uh, We're taking a listener question that we received and actually already answered them directly on their specific question and look at the broader dynamics that that question raises, like deciding when you should consider compromise on things in a power exchange that feel really important to you, as well as asking yourself why something is so important to you. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingBDSM.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate. Loving DS and the number one, Loving DS one, and I should not sing, and now we all know that. Or you can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream these Friday episodes every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big shout out and a big thank you to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including Mm -hmm. our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We thank you for your support, your time, your attention, your everything. We do. If you'd like access to more content like a special uh, patron-only podcast, a special patron-only live stream, a special patron only discord server and other things coming in 2021 once we figure out what the hell those things are uh you can join us on patreon for as little as two dollars a month uh, it's patreon.com slash patreon.com slash lords or link in the show notes or links everywhere but if you just remember my name you can find us okay so before we get into today's topic, which I don't know how to succinctly describe, <laughs> I am very, very, very pleased to announce that this week's sponsor of the show is Elegant owned. Mm-hmm. If you are on YouTube and watching the live stream, say hi to Tayshu. Hi, Tayshu. <laughs> okay, so elegantly owned. Uh, collars, both the necklace kind, and you can do bracelets and anklets, oh my. Locking collars, the kind that look mm-hmm. more like necklaces. Um, hypoallergenic materials if you need it. Uh, very lightweight. I have been wearing one made by Tayshu. The last one I was wearing prior to this, also made by Tayshu. Um, I've had a couple now. Mm-hmm. This one is my favorite. The lock is purple sparkles with a unicorn, and then the chain is an interwoven, like a chrome, silver, whatever, with a dark purple. Custom orders are available. So if you're like, ooh, I like that color there, but I'd like that thing there when you're looking at the Etsy shop, just reach out, ask if it can be done, I'm just saying. Uh, If you wanna shop, browse, look around, it's Elegantly Owned. Uh, Mm -hmm. On Etsy, you can just search Elegantly Owned, all one word, or use the link in the show notes for podcast listeners, the uh, description box for um, YouTube watchers. Uh, If you shop in the month of November, use coupon code BDSM Holiday, all one word BDSM Holiday. You'll save 15%. Um, so definitely do that. Who doesn't like a freaking sale? Thank you, Tayshu. Um And since we are getting near the holidays, and we will, mm. you might be a time traveler and listening to this sometime in 2021, but today we're near a holiday. Um, <laughs> make sure that you get any orders in. If it's meant to be a holiday gift, like a Christmas gift or something, order by December 10th in order for it to arrive in time for the holidays, which I was so glad to see that. Cause I was like, oh, we need to, we need to put that out for the kinkery mm-hmm, December 10th, mm-hmm. just so you know. Um. So massive thank you to Elegantly Owned for sponsoring. Yep. Love this collar. Uh, we have done uh, a review. I believe we're gonna have a couple items come through. There will be probably a review of that and a giveaway coming. Um As soon as we have that available, we will, do the thing. Um, but you can watch previous um, giveaways we've done. I will, not giveaways, reviews. <laughs> Words are hard. I will link those in the places um, so you can watch those. But I I really do like this one. It's super lightweight. It actually looks like when you got me at the end of 2019 mm-hmm. that did not arrive till 2020, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, that it looks similar, but that one was so heavy. And this, this one is much This nicer. one's much lighter and it's more comfortable for me to wear mm-hmm. and it does lock. There is a key. Yay. So thank you to Elegantly Owned. Uh, Elegantly Owned on Etsy. Search it all one word or use our link in all the places where links exist. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Let's get in the topic. Mm-hmm. The topic is, I don't think it is a um, complicated topic, but I definitely think that it can is worthy of a conversation. Yeah, I think that I will describe this question. I'm going to paraphrase everything that way. I don't accidentally give away anybody's personal <laughs> details. Um, I think you can have a gut response to this, but I do still think it's worthy of an a, a introspective look. So here was the question, para, widely paraphrased, like mm-hmm. ooh, <laughs> lots of nothing completely specific here. So essentially, this dominant messages and says. I want my submissive to wear a collar, preferably a collar around the neck. My submissive says they're kind of willing to, but they don't really like how it feels. They're not really happy when they wear it. Um, They will, if it comes off for any reason, they will, they put, I think they put air quotes around the word, they will forget to put it on or have me put it on for them or whatever. And I'm really frustrated by it. Um, They did make a point to say, um, and we will definitely discuss this point specifically. um, I wore it to prove that it wasn't that uncomfortable. I'm gonna interrupt myself to say, all that proved is that it was not uncomfortable for you. That is there's different there. Um, But it's really important to me. They say they're willing, but they're not willing. They're not doing anything to be willing. Um, and I also don't want, I, I want it to be a collar on the neck. I don't want it to be an anklet or a bracelet or some alternative. And the question they were worried about, and i commend them for this question, which is I don't want this to be something that breeds resentment that I, 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 they were basically like, I tell myself I need to kind of get over it, but I'm afraid that in the future I will be resentful of it and it will hurt the relationship. Mm-hmm. So on its face, you're like, oh, it's, it's about wearing a collar. And in that case, and the way I answered the question, might've been a little tough love in there, uh, was about the collar. I don't think it, the discussion I wanna have is not about the collar, it's about anything in your power exchange dynamic that you decide is important and your partner, for whatever their reasons may be, is not able to or willing to do the thing Mm. now we have talked about compromise as a whole episode we find that compromise is quite important to maintaining Mm. healthy happy power Mm. exchange relationships Mm -hmm. it's also how you get through the world okay (laughs) um but um i think it is also worth talking about the things that we decide are super important to us right and Can we decide that they are less important? Should we be deciding if they're worth not giving up? Should we be, and I want to be careful when I use the word should, y'all know how I feel about should and all over ourselves. But there's lots of options there. There is suck it up and deal, which might breed resentment. There is um, find another way forward. There's Mm -hmm. break it off and go find somebody who, uh, wants what you want and i think any option in there is a valid option sure but it's more about how do you figure out what you want to do yeah well yeah you
1: know, let, let me say first off for me uh when i first came into the lifestyle i thought the uh aspect of a collar <laughs> was was oh amazing oh yeah you put a collar on somebody in there they're, they're they belong to you, your property, and to a certain extent, that still is something that's part of me today. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say one of the things that I have always loved, and I, I this goes back to kind of my um, introduction through Gore, um, the actual slave collars, mm. and and I. I Find them very attractive. Mm-hmm. You know the ones I'm talking about. They're they're like a, a stainless steel ring.
0: Oh, they go all the way around. They're so, go all A-ter- the way around. A- eternity collar. I think they're called eternity collar because they, cause they eterni- look like they they can't they, undo.
1: They can't. They, they have a little um, twisty Hex key that gotcha. that locks it. All those and, technical terms are just throw out at yeah. you. <laughs> and knowing you. Okay, having come into the relationship that we have, I know how you feel about things around your neck Yes, that are tight. You can't even wear a sweater. Oh, we don't do turtlenecks around that, here. That sits around your neck. So for you, something like that would be not something that would even really be considered. And here's
0: the thing, and let, let's add more nuance, right? Yeah. Because we look at our partner like, oh, you don't want to do this thing I want, and we can either be understanding or not. Mm-hmm. I love the look of those things. I wish I could wear one, mm-hmm. but I also don't like to walk through my whole day feeling like I can't breathe. I'm being choked and panicking. Right. So it that adds the immediate first layer of just because a partner doesn't want to, and however they express it, and we will absolutely get to the part about where both parties need to figure out how to express, to just say the fucking mm-hmm. thing. Um, but just because, I say I can't, I'm not interested or like whatever. I'm saying that it's not happening. Doesn't mean in certain situations that I don't necessarily want to. There may be something preventing me from right. giving you this thing you I want. I mean,
1: in in, in 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 case like with you, putting something like that around your neck could very easily trigger a panic attack. Right, nobody needs that. No. No. You know, that that's not something that you need to go through and that's not something I need to... Put on you Mm -hmm. per se, all right. So we have found a compromise with right a longer locking collar. Um, You know, another thing I I had considered at one point were the slave bracelets.
0: Mm, uh uh You know, go
1: around your wrist and wrist. And then it has the chain that runs that loops around. I think those the are
0: beautiful. Yeah, they I are. think those are beautiful. I don't know tip. how I would respond or mm-hmm. feel if it got in the way of me being able to work. It could it, not be a daytime yeah. thing. But when I feel when I feel pretty and it feels mm-hmm. like because in like in this particular question, let's. <laughs> Poor Tayshu's like, really? Uh the collar company's sponsoring, and you're gonna talk about not wearing a collar. Let me taste you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the collar, it's about anything. But yeah. in this case, part of that question was the the dominant asking the question was like, I like seeing that. And and I think there there is something to be said about the visual appeal of any part of BDSM that you that can be visual. It's yeah. there's also the let's take it to a, another extreme. You and I both love this. You love seeing bruises. Yes. I love marks. I think it's yeah. great. My body does not mark. But if we went down that path of because you love seeing it and it makes you feel dominant to see it or sadistic or whatever pick a mm-hmm. thing. We know that for you to create that for me would take me past my threshold of pain. Correct. And so, now this is a more extreme example because a collar is Mm -hmm. something easily removed and taken off where we're talking about physical pain and bodily harm, but that's also a kink of ours. So I feel like it's appropriate. I can't allow you and won't to Perform impact play on me to the point that we know I will bruise
1: mm-hmm.
0: when it will take me past a threshold of where I am willing to accept that level of intense pain. True. I have a level I will accept and then there's a, a line and I go, no, won't, we're that, done you, here. That won't cross. We're yeah. done here. Mm-hmm. And validly, I get to have that threshold. Sure. And it would be wrong of you to push me simply because you really like the visual appeal of what you receive
1: end. Mm-hmm.
0: Now. The meaning behind something is not the same as the visual appeal. And I think, and this is where I was kind of going with this person in that conversation, was I think you gotta divorce the two a little bit. What is visually appealing, what you like to be able to see because it triggers this thought or this feeling for you is one thing, and then there is what it is you actually want to gain here mm-hmm. is it knowledge of, and we're going to put air quotes around this word because not everybody uses it in power exchange. Is it knowledge of ownership, air quote ownership? Mm-hmm. Is it the sight of somebody wearing something that you put on them? Is it is it is it that mark? Is it what what yeah. is it? Because why is it this one specific thing? Couldn't it be something else that gives you that same feeling? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Again, not specific I mean, to collars. Yeah. You know, putting putting this around your neck and locking it, mm-hmm. it, it is a very strong feeling. Mm-hmm. All right. It, it is is a very deep, you know, because I know that I own you. I have you. You are my property. Right. Okay. You just
0: locked something around me. I, I cannot take I, off. I, I
1: locked that, that around your neck. You cannot take it off unless I take it off for whatever reason. Now,
0: let's be very real. If I had to get it off, the fucking thing's coming off. Okay. (laughs) This is real life. There is an element of, and I think this is why a lot of people try and classify power exchange purely as role play, because there is a suspension of disbelief in some cases. We set things up that if something happens, I can handle my shit. I can get out of a a Mm -hmm. collar. I can, whatever I got to do. Right. But we both agree that by default... Because I'm not willing to, I'm not able
1: to mm-hmm. take it off. That
0: is your job, your responsibility. And I hand you that responsibility.
1: Right. right. So, you know, yeah, there, there, there is that. And, and it, it is a powerful feeling. Mm. All right. I, I am not going to deny that. But as much as I like having that feeling and, and that display, mm-hmm. what... And, and this is something that has kind of come to me over time. Mm-hmm. That symbol is not as truly important as to what what we actually have between us.
0: Right, because it's just the symbol. Yeah. It's not the reality of the mm-hmm. thing we do every day, yeah. day in and day out. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I, I do not always wear my wedding band. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing it? I, I forgot to wear it today. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Well, part of it is working out in the shop around tools. Sure. Um, but the wedding band is a symbol mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful symbol. I love my wedding band, but it is also not the sum of our marriage and relationship.
0: Oh, you hit that one right there. <laughs> it is not the sum, not, not. That thing could be lost tomorrow. It doesn't make us not married. And, right. My collar could slip off tomorrow. We went a while without me wearing a collar. Correct. I was still your baby girl and you're submissive. Yep. You were still daddy and Dom. Yeah. It is, it is that it, yes. I think there's something, I think it needs to be acknowledged that some symbols for some people are powerful. Yeah. But the other thing that needs to be acknowledged, and this is, oh, this is a hard knock of life y'all. And we are living through it. It's November 3rd, we, we were living through it. <laughs> Just cause you want something doesn't mean you get something. I mean that's that's a sucky part of life, but mm-hmm. that's life. So at that I think is my question and the thing I, w- I wasn't I didn't phrase it well enough because this one's been complicated to me. Of the why is that symbol so important to you? What is it that the symbol represents? Can that be represented by a different symbol? Yeah. Why does yeah. it? Ha- and and this is anything in BDSM. No, it I- doesn't have to. We're, I mean, we're using. We're using the collar, mm-hmm. but y'all fill in your own blank of your own symbol that is right. meaningful to you.
1: I mean, there are a good number of people uh, in in the lifestyle that put as much importance on a collar as one would a wedding ring.
0: You know what? And I used to, in theory, do that. I When I thought about what a collar meant and what mm-hmm. it stood for, to me, it was on par with a wedding band. And I know a lot of people who feel that way, and this is not me negating how you feel. Mm -hmm. When I say that for me, I like having a collar. It feels a little weird not to have a collar. I like that we have this new sort of routine where you put it on, you take it off, even though it's not like the heavens do not open. There's no background music. The lighting does not change as you would see on TV. We, I'm usually sleep crusted with morning breath and my <laughs> hair all in crazy directions. It's not this deep, beautiful, meaningful moment from the outside looking in, but it is an important moment. Yeah. And yet I, don't need it the way i thought i once did the mm-hmm. way i imagined what it's because what i in my mind what in this case specifically a collar what it meant to me what it symbolized was this thing this connection this this power exchange this bond that i was like it's not going to be broken easily i mean anything can yeah. be broken but it's not going to be broken easily and it's this symbol of right. our commitment to one another and the power exchange and i wanted that Feeling that the idea of being collared gave me, then mm-hmm. as with everything, we get into the reality of it. And I get that feeling in so many other ways yeah. that the symbols, while still important, and I still want them, mm-hmm. if tomorrow I could no longer wear something around my neck, we would find another way right we would find another symbol we well, would for,
1: for a while when when you weren't wearing the collar it was the anklet
0: yes and the anklet now that was interesting now, i love an anklet i have long loved an anklet mm-hmm. you and i have talked about it's sort of like when you were talking about those slave
1: the slave bracelet bracelet cuff mm-hmm.
0: things the i had even said maybe we should do an anklet instead of a collar cuz i know i have so many issues around my neck And I, the reality of that was different than what I imagined it to be. And I was, it was taking me a while to adjust because something around my neck has now been around my neck. The first thing you ever Mm -hmm. gave me to put around my neck was February, Valentine's Day, 2013. Yes. That's seven and a half years, if anybody's counting. (laughs) And barring a few short periods of time, I've always had something that you gave me around my neck. Mm -hmm. So having a necklace on feels very natural at this point. I've got the muscle memory of it, the skin memory of it. It's very—it just feels normal. Anklets are not something I wear around my ankle very often, and so I was hyper aware of it. And. The cool thing was it was kind of cool to be hyper aware of it because I was like, look at me wearing my quote collar around my ankle, woo, not only is it pretty and jingly and whatever, I feel it. And yet then there were these moments and it's why I could sympathize with the submissive in the original question we got where it was a nagging feeling too, because it is, Easier sometimes to go through your day not being reminded of everything touching your skin, and I mm-hmm. like I I don't know because I don't have any personal experience, but I know there are people out there who have sensory issues like they can't have certain fabrics touching them, they can't have certain things yes. touching them because it's so nagging, it's so whatever it is that they can't function very well, and I don't have an experience with that, but in that way, but I feel like I can maybe sympathize a little bit because. There were times I was like, oh, the weight and pressure of that anklet, that's kind of cool. I am reminded of who I am. And then there were times I'm like, oh my God, make this go away. All I can think about is this thing around my ankle and I can't focus on anything else. And so I was sympathizing within the question, the original question, the submissive, because all I could think was, well, what if it's just, it's a comfort level. They're not used to it yet. What if it's, there's something about the material that's not right for them or the size or, the, just the fact that that's a completely new thing. Mm-hmm. There are other reasons why somebody might reject the symbol of your power exchange that can have more to do with mental and emotional stuff. Like I'm not, maybe I'm not ready to have this symbol touch me beyond me, be a part of myself, or maybe I'm still dealing with how I feel about it. There, are like, there's all kinds of reasons, yeah. but I could absolutely kind of go, oh yeah, I, if I, eventually some new sensations can be nagging and they can like mm-hmm. weigh on you in many ways. And some days it was like, take the dance. it's It was a little bit like taking my bra off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, a good comfy bra, no, nah, you should not really feel it. It's just support, lift, separate, whatever the fuck it's supposed to do, flambe, whatever. <laughs> but even my most comfortable bras, I saw, it just is different once you take it off at the end of the day. And as I was getting used to the anklet, there was a, that, ah, when I take it off. <laughs> and, and in that case, I'm not going to lie, there was a certain amount of guilt because symbols are powerful. Yeah. And symbols, we imbue symbols with meaning and we forget that we have done that. Collars do not appear from the heavens above, descend down a cloud staircase no. with angels a cor- an angel chorus around it singing to go, this is the most meaningful thing that the universe, the deities and everything above and below can provide. Yeah, We decided, which means we can undecide. We can decide even, that, even that that's that, not for In the us.
1: beginning, we went through several different iterations of mm-hmm. necklaces mm-hmm. to find out what length was comfortable for you mm-hmm. to not get that choking feeling. And that's the
0: point again, on a broader level, it's the first thing you see, the first symbol, the first type of symbol you see is not the one necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you get lucky and that first thing you put on or you try or you use, you're like, yes, I love this. But the reality is, is you it's trial and error. It's like every other thing we do in BDSM, it is trial and error, okay? <laughs> it is learn as much as you can, do your research. When we're talking about physical activities, practice mm-hmm. before you try it on a, yes. another human being. And then you still have to find out what works, what doesn't. Let's take it out of the symbolism. Cause I, I've symbols, the, this conversation is about symbols, but let's take it back to kink. So yeah. let's go back to our, our impact play example. Marks and bruises. We've already mm-hmm. established that if you go over my pain threshold just cause you want to bruise, that's that's gonna be a no. I can't, I'm not doing it, we're, we're not doing it. Yeah. Let's take it another way. What if you love to wield the flogger in a very specific way. But it is not pleasurable pain to me and I do not consent to it. I The compromise is not I need to get used to this pain. The compromise is we need to find a way to play that allows you to get what you need and me and to you. be okay with what I'm yeah. experiencing. Now, the way you and I have done that is that on occasion and in some circumstances, I will, and I call it enduring, but it is consensual, I will endure sensation that I do not find pleasurable because I know you're enjoying the activity. And Mm -hmm. for me, the endurance of it is me being submissive. That's why I consent to it. I'm not pressured into it. I'm not guilted into it. I make that choice willingly, but it is absolutely a
1: choice. It's not something that would technically harm you either. Right. Okay. It's not something that's going to to set off a trigger right. in some way with you. Okay, That 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 is something very different. Um, I mean, you know, using the bruises, for example, you know, when you did bruise, you loved them. Oh, God, yeah. Right? Now, there are some people who love bruises, but because of family, because of work, different things, if they had bruises... There'd be a whole lot of questions.
0: And rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, I think when you see marks that you don't understand on a loved one, I think it's okay to Mm -hmm. gently ask some questions. But we've had this conversation with rope bondage. We have been very careful about, like, how my wrists were tied because, especially if we were using maybe a rougher rope. Yeah. I don't need rope burn around my wrist before I go into a meeting or go to a doctor's appointment. Like right. you make these you make these considerations mm-hmm. for how to navigate your vanilla life. So why wouldn't you make these considerations for the comfort and well being of a partner? Yeah. Um and I think that that's I think that's where it gets tricky. Now you mentioned this when I was originally talking to you about the topic and I was laying out the question that was mm-hmm. asked and your very initial response, valid by the way, yeah. is that sounds like a red flag. And yes, on the surface mm-hmm. for sure. And if a person walked through life with with those kinds of thoughts and then never did anything about them, I'd be like, hell yeah, that's a red flag.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: there is, we're walking a fine line here um, when we start talking about compromise because well, let us be very clear, just because you're the dom or the top don't mean you always get what you want. Mm, yeah. Life, yeah. okay? And there is absolutely that subset of people who have appointed themselves doms. Those are my air quote doms who genuinely think that, well, I want this. I should get it. I'm
1: entitled to it. Right. Yeah.
0: I, there, there should be no discussion. It doesn't matter what my sub or bottom wants. I get what I want. Uh, okay. Enjoy your very lonely life. I'm going to tell everybody to stay the fuck away from you because you're a predator. <laughs> um, I think that what gate made me feel good about this question okay was the fact that the person recognized that on some level something needed to be different now was the question leading with how do i change the submissive yes and my answer was but how do you change you how right. do you rethink this situation because
1: true change Right. With you.
0: And if, and I can't remember if this person said this, there were several people who asked questions and in some element of it was, I really, really care about this person. This is the best relationship ever. However, I'm miserable about this thing. And that is a type of question we get a lot. And it might not have been that person who even asked it, but that has stuck in my mind. And I was, (laughs) I'm always like, so look at that statement. So if this is you and you're like, I really, really care about this person. It's the best dynamic ever. However, I am miserable in this one thing, right? And it's a thing where it's like, well, do I compromise? Is there room for compromise? When don't I compromise? Short, uh, this is personal to us. I think mm-hmm. I think you would agree with me and I know you will disagree if, I, <laughs> if you do. Um, so not everybody will see it this way, that's okay. When I truly, truly love you, Short of you doing things that step all over my boundaries and hard limits, which you have never done in the entirety of our relationship, there's no place we're not going to figure it out. Right. Whatever figure it out means, figure it out could mean we both compromise and we find a middle ground. Figure it out could mean we leave this the fuck alone. It's not for us because we can't find a middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Figure it out might mean we go our separate ways to experience it and now we have that freedom, ethical non-monogamy, JB in practice, me in theory. Um, So because of that first part of the statement, I see from a lot of people who send questions of best thing ever, love them so much, blah, blah, blah. That part I can relate to, but that means I'm primed to find solutions. You are primed to find solutions. It is not your way or no way. It's not my way or no way. It Mm -hmm. is what is the path forward for us together? We go back to the topic we did on teamwork.
1: What is the best workable solution?
0: Right. And also, what can I live with? Yeah, I'd like it to be better. I'd like it to be different. Again, life. So many Mm -hmm. things I'd like to be better and different. (laughs) Uh, But what allows us to move forward? What feels good Even if I did not know it was, I hadn't considered it before or I've, you know, I'm a big fan of when you and I are problem solving something Mm -hmm. and it's not just kink stuff, it's just life stuff. I'm a big fan of going, okay, what ideas did I reject before? Not because I rejected them because I um, hate the idea of them. I don't go, I'm not going back to those, but like, what did I think wasn't plausible? What did I think? Oh no, that won't work. Those things I am. reject offhand, when we're circling a problem, we cannot find an easy solution for. The way I problem solve, I'm looking at all solutions. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get as creative as possible. And yes, I will go back to things that I went, that's not, I don't want to do that one because it's not the perfect solution. Ooh, always go back to the imperfect solutions as long as they do not violate your ethics, morals, values. And as long as they do not violate the autonomy of another human being, go look at those, the the ideas, the methods, Mm -hmm. the things you're rejecting is not perfect because let us be. Real frank here, it ain't never gonna be perfect. Perfect is no. what you make it perfect. is We are perfect together because it is imperfect. And what we do when the imperfections hit us is we figure our way around, over, under, or through. Right. Most yeah. of the time through, because that's yeah. really the only way forward mm-hmm. is um, So, you know, I, I don't, for me, it's like when somebody asks the question of this one symbolic thing, this one activity is super, super important to me. That's valid. It gets to be super, super important to you, but is there a way you haven't considered before of making this work for you? And are you willing to go with the imperfect plan, imperfect to you, quite frankly, option in order to move forward together, in order to figure out a path forward, because
1: Mm -hmm. my
0: life experience has taught me that, yes, sometimes I was right, that thing was gonna suck. We should not have gone with that solution. (laughs) I was right, it was gonna suck, but sometimes, I was wrong. I was dead ass wrong. I'm so glad we went with that solution, even though I thought it was the dumb one. Mm -hmm. And I I told myself it wasn't going to work, but what have we got left to lose? And I'm actually super happy now. And this is great. And I couldn't have imagined it because the thing is, is we can only, we as individuals can only imagine so much. We can only imagine things based on the framework of who we are, where we've been, what we've done and what we think we know. And sometimes we're dead ass right. Okay. That's not going to work. Don't go there. And sometimes we're completely wrong. And we try a thing that one, and this happens to us all the time. One of us will go, but no, let's just try it. But but let's just try it. What have we got to lose? Mm -hmm. Let's just try it. And then the other one of us is like, oh shit, you were right. (laughs) This actually worked out well. Now we are, we joke about one of us named baby girl, always wanting to be right. And mostly if we just start (laughs) from that premise, life will be better for everybody. But we're not we're not complete asses either if one of us suggests something that was rejected and they had to fight for and then it works we celebrate that right because ultimately this goes back to our topic on teamwork we've done We want the outcome. The outcome is a happy, healthy power exchange relationship that we want to continue having for the long term. So Mm -hmm. I think about that person's question. I think about every other question I've ever gotten that's specific to a relationship and where there is this one thing that's nagging at you. What do you want more? Do you want this one thing that you feel like is really important, but you're not gonna get from this partner? This partner is not gonna give it to you in the way that you want it. Or do you want the happy, healthy relationship? Are these two things mutually exclusive for you? Can you not have the happy, healthy relationship with this person without this thing? Now, let me be clear. There's no right answer. The thing that I would look at and go, oh, that's totally worth compromising, might to you be a thing that's not worth compromising at all. That's okay too. Mm -hmm. But it then means that you need to be okay with the outcome. Because I have watched way too many people twist themselves into knots because they were like, I can't have this thing I have to have, but I wanna be with this person. So, Cause now we're getting into different layers. Now yeah. we're into the layers of, are you with this person? Cause you think this will be the only person you can get kinky with? There will always be another person you can get kinky with. You might Mm -hmm. have to go out and find them. You might have to stretch yourself a little bit. You might have to go into new spaces, ideally virtually, because it is still a pandemic. Yeah, but there's always somebody else out there. Or is it that this is your life partner and they're your best friend and everything has been amazing except for this one detail right here? Well, that's a different decision, isn't it? You know, if we have had this conversation. If one of us came to the other one tomorrow and went, I'm out, I can't do this power exchange thing, I'm out, I can't, I genuinely cannot imagine it. But it could happen. We have a solid foundation of a relationship that is going to be rocky, Mm -hmm. it's going to be tough, but we will figure out what that new relationship works, looks
1: like. We have enough of a basis of who we are outside of the power exchange Mm -hmm. that... Yeah, we could carry on. Right. So,
0: well, if we go back to the the original question, in this case, it's collars, but talk about it in terms of a specific kink. Talk about it, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. Pick a different symbol from your BDSM life. I don't care. Is that thing so important that it's worth ending a relationship over? It's okay if the answer is yes. It's okay if the answer is no. And quite frankly, I would be, I'm actually going to be really impressed if the answer is I don't know. Because that means there's room to explore. There's room to be thinking about it. Because if the answer, if you're not sure, that means you've got some deep thinking to do. That means you've got some inner work to do. That means it's time to get reflective, introspective. And I am here for that kind
1: Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm.
0: shit. Because it may be that you try it without the thing that you really want. And you see how you feel and you see how you adjust and you discover if there are other avenues to get to the same place. In this case, not wearing a collar around their neck. Okay. Are there (laughs) other things that they are willing to do that give you that feeling of ownership when you see it? It's a good symbol. Or do you find that your relationship is not this ideal you had in your head of what power exchange was going to be. And without with that symbol kind of out of the way, you're not even worried about it. You find a different path forward in your power exchange. And the next thing you know, it looks nothing like what you envisioned for yourself. Or <laughs> as is the case for many people, what they're trying to create is a thing they had before with another partner. Well, I always put collars on my subs. Well, this sub don't want a fucking collar. So what you going to do now? Right, I always do this kind of impact play, except this sub don't want that. What you gonna do now?
1: It's one in every crowd,
0: usually named <laughs> no. Kayla Lords, just so you know, because <laughs> I'm fun. Um, so that's there's a lot to think about there, and I think <laughs> take a shot every time I say think, um, <coughs> don't that's called alcohol poisoning. Um, I believe. That it is important to, to the best of our abilities, and sometimes it's difficult to do, so many times it's difficult to do, is to figure out our own motivations. What is it we're mm-hmm. trying to accomplish? What is yeah. it, not what our ideal is, which is sometimes a good way to think of a thing, but what do we really want? Because if if the answer is I really only wanna be with a sub who wears this kind of collar in this kind of situation, this okay, then you're gonna need to go search for that person because the person in front of you might not be that person. But if what you really want is the relationship potential you see it, in this pairing with you, this power exchange potential that you're like trying to get to, is the symbol what's gonna stand in your way? You know, only you get to decide but before we start demanding that our partner compromise on something that they're clearly or indirectly saying no to we i think need to do the inner work to figure out what it is we want what it is we don't want um, you know what we think we can accept how where we're willing to compromise uh, I, I i'm going to try and stop saying the word think i believe that um, most of us, not all of us, we are also different, but many of us do kind of look at our partner like, well, I want this thing, you'll be the one that has to compromise. I am a person who compromises sometimes too much and I've had to undo a little bit of that, but I do have my moments where I dig my heels and I'm like, no, I want what I want. You can compromise, you come to me. And what it sometimes it is that one of you comes towards the other one and sometimes you come to, to each other in the middle And if we go back to the original question, if this submissive has, there's something, there's a block, there's a sensation, there's a Mm -hmm. something where they really don't want to wear a collar around their neck, the person who wants her to be the symbol of ownership for a submissive is probably going to do more of the compromise there. You're going to have to come a little bit closer to the middle and find what will work because if the partner in this case is like I'm willing to wear a symbol of of some kind we can call it a collar if you'd like I don't want anything around my neck that's a line in the sand and I don't blame them Mm -hmm. for setting that boundary setting that limit they have the right to do it you on the other side have to decide is the relationship you have or are trying to have something you're willing to bend a little bit on um, you can bend or you can break. If you don't bend, you will break. Yeah. Eventually it will be too much. When you bend, you can move, you can become fluid. You, be, you become, there's a, flexible, right? Mm-hmm. And you find different paths forward. Sometimes it's a path of least resistance. Sometimes you do fight for what matters to you.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think it's important to know I, why that thing matters to you before you start fighting about it.
1: And I think too, what what is important in this, and I could say, you know, well, Being in the lifestyle, um, you know, um, yes, yes, yes. We're going to
0: interrupt real quick. If you hear a little meowing in the back, we have Onyx visiting. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, You know, I could say that in in the lifestyle, you need to be this way. But really, in any relationship, in or out of the lifestyle, you need to be able to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, the, the, the lines are not drawn. You have, you know, you, you've got to be able to, to step outside. And I think part of that is in remembering what this
0: became easier for me. And, and I don't know if this is the same, this is true for you. It became easier for me to do the moment I internalized the reality that this BDSM life is whatever the fuck we make it. My power exchange don't have to look like no damn bodies to mm. be extremely valid. My kinks don't have to be your kinks. How I express my kinks don't have to be the same way. We can have on paper the same kinks and we can do them completely fucking differently. Right. And as long as we're communicating, we have consent. Then we're it's it, we're good to go. It doesn't matter. And the the moment I really believed that, like down into my like DNA believed it, the rest of it didn't matter because mm. you know there is there's two competing things there. There's the idea you have in your head, the picture you have in your head of what you think the outcome is gonna be. And then there is also the picture of what a community, a society, culture, whatever, shows you of what that thing can be. And what can sometimes be really confusing is, which picture do you have in your head The thing you really want because it's what you really want and it's super important to you, or the thing that you've decided you want because that's what you've seen and so you think that's what it is. And there's a lot of inner, you know, overlap there. Um, First of all, reject whatever the fuck you see in Mm -hmm. any little bit that mainstream society gives us because it is so narrow and not usually accurate, almost never accurate. But be willing to question yourself on the ideal you have in your head. there's. It's okay to still have the ideal. Questioning why you've decided this picture in your head is how your power exchange needs to be it does not negate that picture in your head. It does not invalidate it. It does not mean you have to reject it later just because you think about it. Thinking about it sometimes can solidify for you why those things are important. You know, in my mind, any partner I have has to be a dom or bare minimum top. Somebody better be in charge here. I'm not <laughs> negotiating on that. I'm not changing that, but I know why, because I know me. Now I can say, I'd really like that person to totally be into impact play because I am totally into impact play. But if I love their energy and I love how, how they top or dom and we find other things to do, I can let go of that expectation, even if it was the mm-hmm. picture in my mind. Why? Because I have figured out and I'm continuing to figure out what is important to me. But I could have this picture in my head of all these things that a potential partner has to be. And I could decide that I know exactly why I wanna do it. I can question it, I can look at it, I can examine it. And then until I find a person that mostly fits that image um, we're not doing anything. And that's okay. People get very, like nervous when you're like, okay, but, but go just think about why you feel that way. And I think part of it is, is they either think they're being told that they need to go change their mind. You're mm-hmm. not. Or they're like, oh God, if I think about this too closely, I might change my mind. Well, that's actually not a bad thing. Because upon a little bit of, introspection about a thing, if you change your mind, one, that means you're flexible, good. Mm -hmm. It means you can take in information, process that information, and come up with a different solution. (laughs) Two, it'll probably mean you're happier in the long run, Um, but it's not a requirement. So if you're faced with this situation, it can be a symbol like a collar. It can be a kink. It can be a dynamic. It can be a type of person. It can be all kinds of things. Just... Sometimes compromise not, doesn't just start with you in the sense of, I have to be the one to bend so I can get this thing happening. Sometimes that is true. When I say compromise starts with you, I mean, be willing to have the conversation with yourself about the thing, about what you want, what you don't want, why that is. You may come out of that conversation feeling stronger than ever about it, and more certain than ever. And you might go, maybe there's some things I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Is there another way? I don't know. It's why BDSM and any part of life really, but certainly BDSM, mm-hmm. is a lifelong learning experience. Yes, yeah. You learn something yeah. new every time you see, you learn something new with every relationship, you learn something new with every interaction, you learn something new with every resource you find that you engage with in some way. Whether you're listening to us or you're listening mm-hmm. to somebody else, which is why we often say, please have more than one resource yeah. because you're gonna get different perspectives and it's gonna help you think about things in different ways. Now, I do wanna touch on something. Okay. <laughs> because I think that many of us can, can kind of imagine having that thing that we're super like, this is important and it's a, a meaningful symbol or it's a meaningful part of my game. Sure. But I think many of us have been on the other side of that uh, where something is important to our partner and we are twisting ourselves into knots to give it to them. And we are failing fucking miserably. Not because you're failures, not because I'm a failure. I've done it before, that's not it. It's because we may not want to do that thing, but we've convinced ourselves that because our partner wants it, or because we, we want to keep them happy, that we should, we need to try. Yep. And then we're failing, we're not keeping our word, We're air quote here, forgetting, we're not doing it well, we're miserable, we're pushing back, we're feeling angry, We're feel- nothing feels good. <laughs> and there's only one cure for that, y'all. You've got to tell your partner, I don't wanna do this. They're, they might be hurt, their feelings might be hurt. They might <laughs> even be angry. Um, if you were that partner, please try to control your fucking anger, okay? That's not always productive to go screaming at folks. <laughs> but I mean, they're gonna have their reaction. But you trying to twist yourself into knots to be somebody you're not, to do something you don't want to do, you're not having a happy, healthy power exchange relationship because there's going to be resentment. Mm -hmm. They're going to be resentful of you because you're saying you'll do this thing that you're not doing. You can very well become resentful of them because you're doing a thing you don't want to fucking do. And you're also not progressing in your relationship with total transparency and honesty and good communication. There are things I would love to be able to do for you. Because I know how you feel about him. Some things I enjoy. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Not happening at all. And if I don't say anything, but th- then he can't respond. Yeah. And we can't find the compromise.
1: But see, that also comes around to something else we've talked about in the past. Refilling that well. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you're doing something just because I want you to do it mm-hmm. and you have no joy in that service... Mm-hmm. It is not doing you any good as a submissive. Right. Exactly. And I think, oh, there's so many
0: things that so many sides of the slash need to remember and think about and, and decide how they feel about things. But the, th- the one thing that I come back to so often is on submissives, that you are supposed to get as much out of this as your dom. And this mm-hmm. is both sides of the slash doms. Yeah. We all give and give and give too. You should also receive. Subs, something is, you know, you might have a dom that takes, it takes, it takes, and as sexy as that
1: sounds,
0: (laughs) but you should be receiving. And we see this in the problematic dynamics and the problematic relationships and the predators where, you know, when we talked about earlier, we were like, oh, they think they, as a dom, air quote dom, they're entitled or whatever. That is the overt, obvious, whoa we're waving big red flags around here, aren't we? But sometimes it's more subtle than that. It's a little bit more insidious. It is the submissive that twists themselves into knots to give their partner something that they don't want to be giving them. They don't want to do, they don't get anything from it and, or they actively hate it. And they've either convinced themselves that they have to do this because they're the submissive or they've somehow gotten a message maybe from their partner that this is the expectation that they'll do whatever they're told, regardless of how they feel about it, or their poor dom or top is in the fucking dark, doesn't have a fucking clue, and would might be horrified to find out that they've been doing something their partner that their mm-hmm. partner actively doesn't like. Now I think that's why it is incumbent on both sides of the slash to constantly be checking in. Hey, can we talk about that thing? Hey, how are you feeling about that? Hey, you didn't seem super excited when I mentioned that. Can we talk? Let's talk about it. You know, and I am starting to I try to be really fluid in how I like look at things and try to always continue to have that. I can't possibly know every scenario or every situation and you do you, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I'm getting older and crankier. (laughs) Uh, And so some things are kind of solidifying for me and I'm trying, I'm like fighting it. And one of the things that's solidifying to me, and you can disagree with me if you'd like, I don't care. If you cannot fucking talk about it, how the fuck can you do it? Mm-hmm. If we can't mm-hmm. have an honest conversation about that sexy kinky thing we're about to do, and I can't tell you, I like this, I don't like that. I Please don't do that part. If I can't, w- no, <laughs> we should now be fucking doing it. Are you kidding me? Okay, that <laughs> uh, cranky old lady aside, <laughs> I know there are people who mm, don't agree, fine. Uh, my personal rule, cause all I control is me and my three feet of personal space, as long as everybody stays out of it, uh, is if we don't talk about it, we're not doing it. And if I don't feel like I can talk to you about something, we definitely aren't doing it. Now, sometimes the, I don't feel like I can talk to something about something is internal to me. That is my thing to process. That is my um, insecurity to overcome. And sometimes it's a partner has said or done something that makes you feel that way, whether they realize it or not. So one, it's a skill to learn to kind of make sure you're open when you're talking to people so you don't close down conversation before it even begins. Like if you're constantly walking around going, I don't know why anybody thinks that, that's just stupid. And that's all you say about anything you don't agree with. You are not making it easy for somebody to come talk to you and tell you something they don't agree with, okay? But, and that doesn't mean don't have strong opinions. Somebody's gonna say I said don't have strong opinions, have strong opinions. But just realize that it's important to be open, to ask questions, to show that you're willing to listen, that you can handle your temper when you hear something you don't like. I mean, if you want me to bare my fucking soul to you, I have to know you're safe to talk to. Right. Right. Absolutely. So. Yes, it is very important for the partner who is not happy with a thing that their partner really, really wants to speak up and say something. It is also important for both partners to create a space and a place in your dynamic where it is safe to say
1: something. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and if you are a person, and this is any side of the slash, who is thinking, I don't think I feel safe to talk to my partner. I would, your homework this week is, do some thinking about that and why that might be a little bit of introspective work because that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's benign, even if the reason for that is benign and it's your own issues and your own insecurities or your bad tapes or whatever, it's always worth a closer look at because if you don't feel safe to say something, then how do you advocate for yourself and your own safety and your limits and your boundaries and your wants and your desires? I've ranted so much. My throat hurts. I believe it. I had thoughts. This, that question has been on my mind since I saw it. I can tell. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to add?
1: I, I think we're. We, Are you uh, sure? Yes.
0: Is this the. I have plenty to say, but I think we've talked too fucking much. No. Okay.
1: I, I've said what I had to say.
0: I can have. I can find more. Give I me know a you can. <laughs> it's because it's a part of a dynamic I see between people in and out of power exchange, Mm -hmm. a lot, um, that is so nuanced and there's so many layers to it. And very rarely is one partner totally the bad guy or totally the good guy here like it's yeah there's usually like a lot of things at play there's the Mm -hmm. i want what i want and i haven't given any thought to why i want that and then there's the person who's like i want my partner to have what they want and i don't yet have the skills to speak up and advocate for myself (laughs) and those two things come crashing together Mm -hmm, and a relationship mm -hmm. that could be a solid relationship is like on fucking fire for not because anybody's a bad person, but because there's some things that need to be worked on both as individuals right. and as a couple. Hmm. So, wow, my throat hurts. Okay. Okay. Um, I think there's probably plenty to be said about this topic because it goes down so many pounds. Hopefully uh, we gave you something to think about. If you saw yourself in any of the things we said, that's worth a closer look. That's worth thinking about, thinking about a thing I don't want that to feel dangerous. I think if more of us like took a closer look at our motivations and our feelings and why we do and why we want and why, 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 I think we would be a better world. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we're going to leave it there. Yep. Um, and we do have a bonus section and we have a packed bonus section. Yes. A lot has gone on in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So... That is it. Um, Thanks to everybody who sends in questions, even though Mm. I'm taking for fucking ever to get back to you. I think I'm gonna like, I think you're gonna see this kind of thing more often. If a question, even after I've answered it personally, makes me think. I think. Percolates. It's gonna become a topic, but I want to be respectful to the person who asked the question. I'm not sharing personal details. I'm not trashing them for their question. I want people to know that they can ask these questions even if they do not come off looking like beautiful, perfect human beings in the asking of it. It's how we learn. It's how we grow. So um, yes, if you have asked questions and I haven't answered yet, there's a lot of you. I'm mm-hmm. tired. Um, but also we may we may do this in the future. So mm. uh, last reminder, thank you to Elegantly Owned Teishu for yep. sponsoring this week's episode. Uh, go to Etsy, search Elegantly Owned, all one word, or use the link in all of the places. If you shop, use coupon code BDSMHOLIDAY, all one word, say 15%
1: yay Mm -hmm. okay okay so are we good i don't know i don't know at least good for the moment for the moment yeah all right
0: okay keep
1: Keep it kinky kinky, y'all
0: and we'll see you next week daddy
1: yes baby girl
0: can i talk to the crickets
1: you want to talk to the crickets?
0: I do I want to tell them about a curious little kitty that I see across the room who's yep. exploring the fuck out of this office. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she's not a cuddly kitty yet so she's not gonna sit in my lap. Nobody's gonna get to see her on video.
1: <laughs>
0: but she's gonna walk around this office and meow. Yes she is. And you might the mic might pick her up. So
1: go ahead, baby girl. Thank you daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Onyx <laughs> uh, is wonderful. Uh, she is exploring the house more and more. We had to take her to the vet on Tuesday for her second feline leukemia vaccine shot thing. And, um, that was hell getting her in the carrier. We thought she would hate us. She did not hate us. No,
1: she didn't. She did not hate us. We were very shocked.
0: It did take both of us running around the bedroom like cartoon characters to get her in the carrier. (laughs) Um, but we got her in. Yes. And she... Was fine, uh, and then of course the vet was like, "She was so sweet with us." Well, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah, but we thought she'd hide for days, if we figured she'd be mad.
1: Nope. No, she. It, it was kind of funny because she did hide. Yeah. For a couple hours. Oh, yes, and do- totally gave us the silent treatment. But then she came out, and yeah, she she just started voicing her disapproval mm-hmm. <laughs> rather vehemently. And, you know, uh, since then, she's just been um, very kitty-like. She has. Um,
0: I called her Karen earlier. No offense to anybody named Karen, but y'all, the Karen meme is funny. She was walking around meowing, clearly expressing her displeasure. mm -hmm, And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I think she's asking to speak to our manager.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: It was totally the tone. I'm going to interrupt you real mm -hmm, quick because I just saw something in the live stream chat on YouTube and I do not want this to go by and I hope I do not fuck this up. I want to say a big thank you to, I think it's Izada Sin
1: Mm -hmm, for mm.
0: a super chat. I don't know the currency, but thank you. Thank you. And also the big thumbs up. That's really cute. So Thank you for that. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so no, I'm pretty sure she was lodging. So, thank you. She yeah. was lodging a complaint, a complaint there. Oh yeah, her but. her meow is very rusty.
1: Yeah, very yeah, rusty. I, I think she needs to be oiled.
0: It's really cute. Break out the
1: oil can. She
0: does not know what to do when we meow back. No, she does look at us like, excuse me, what is what is happening here?
1: Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny because, you know, the way she had been, um, I really expected that we would not see or hear from her for at least a week again.
0: Oh, God, yeah. I thought she was going to spurn us.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, she has just been um, out and exploring the Everywhere. house.
0: Everywhere. She sits in the big windowsill in, in the now? big
1: bay window. I oh We God. got a little... Um, bed for her that we had put in the window and that it,
0: she ignored for weeks on the yeah. floor in the bedroom yeah it was like look at it like mm, and this is
1: i i put it in the windowsill and and yesterday um she's just sitting in there and she's looking out the the, the window like you know it's uh mm-hmm. it's her thing
0: i heard her meow at whatever she saw out there the other day really she was not happy Something had gotten into our space, meaning Mm -hmm, somewhere in the front yard. mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a bird, another cat, not a clue. She was uh, not pleased. Again, she sounded a little bit like a
1: Karen. She
0: needed to speak to a manager. Now,
1: she she woke me up at, um, what was it, 4.30 this morning?
0: Yes, and and I woke up either right before then or right after mm-hmm. then. But yeah, she was on the prowl and, this morning,
1: and she she was on the prowl this morning. She came into the bedroom, and, and she was very vocal about her entrance. <laughs> oh yes, she she does make an entrance. She does, <laughs> and, make an entrance. and and I answered her back, <laughs> and she came up, she jumped up in the bed, and she was like, "Okay, you're the you're the woken human, pet me." Mm -hmm. she
0: didn't maybe that maybe it was after that no i think i talked to her before yeah before she woke you up because she jumped she came to my side of the bed meowed i did not have the energy to meow back Mm. it was i don't know what 30 in the morning and so i made a scratchy sound on the blanket she jumped up she head butted my hand she got a little bit of loving. Mm -hmm. i was barely conscious she jumped back down and then i remember hearing you talk to her yeah and I was like, oh, she's she's just making the rounds, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it was really sweet because we really were prepared for her to hate us. It's just, y'all, we didn't, it wasn't even a bad vet appointment. She was in and out in 15 minutes. Right. The carrier that we got, we got it from Chewy. Uh, I have professed my love for Chewy already. Um, is super comfy and there's plenty of space for her to look out. She had two soft things in there. She had her purple blanket that she loves and her towel, that is the only way to pick her up and get her in a fucking carrier. <laughs> she had all of that. She could see out. Mm-hmm. She, you know, we were listening to good music going down the road. Like it was mm. a good day if you're a cat in a carrier. And, but we still thought she'd hate us and she did not. But yeah, she's opened up a lot more. Uh, yeah. If, I'm gonna move on to Hershey now. Okay. If we get to bring Hershey the dog home, pretty sure she's gonna hate us again, but she's gonna have to hate us in our bedroom <laughs> because that's where we're gonna keep her until while we do the introduction thing. So, Hershey update. This past Sunday, was it Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We Sunday. did the call, the sc- the final screening interview with the woman who actually runs the rescue. Um, which was a really cool conversation. The vibe between the three of us talking was good. Mm-hmm. She sounds <laughs> She sounds like our people. She's like in a perfect world I'd just be at home with my book and my dogs and I'm like mm, insane. Yeah. Um, and she was telling us more about Hershey and she said, you know, Hershey's a really sweet dog and really sweet girl and she's great. Um, it'll actually, she gave us a little bit more details about, uh, Hershey's current owner and what she's going through. Um, which is just kind of as awful as I sort of imagined. Yeah. And, but that, that because they don't want to get, Give up Hershey? It's making everything harder. Case in point, we went through the final screening conversation with the rescue owner. The next day, I had sent uh, submitted the signed paperwork. We sign first, and then if everything's approved, then they have it, and then they can sign mm-hmm. off on it. Um, and sent our availability for when we can do a meet and greet. And of all the days I sent, the rescue owner is like Sunday would be perfect, meaning this coming Sunday. Um, Which does end up being perfect with our schedules because then the kids can come to that one. Right. And maybe it reduces needing a second meet and greet. Um, She also said that they don't worry so much if a dog is a little standoffish in the meet and greet because they know that it usually may take time as long as they're not aggressive with you. Yeah. A standoffish dog in a meet and greet is not the worst thing ever and you could still adopt a dog. And I'm like, oh, good. Because... I just sort of thought they had to like jump all over you and love you. That made me feel better. I don't know why I thought that, but whatever. I think it's because of our experience with Saki. But so, um, that was Sunday, Monday. She says, okay, great. Sunday, I think will be perfect. Let me get with the current owner and get availability. I'm like, cool. And we're really open on Sunday. Like, just don't make me be there any earlier than 10 AM because it's like a two hour drive. Mm -hmm. Um, we are now recording this on Wednesday and I just looked at my phone. We still haven't gotten availability from the other owner, which Eternal, yeah. the current owner, which one, like all my sensibilities say, life is busy. Sometimes it takes a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, I'm keenly aware that I know me when I really don't want to do something, I procrastinate the fuck out of me. <laughs> so we know this is not going to be easy no. for that person, but as the the rescue owner, explained, it really is not an option. And truly like, apparently not only is the current owner got some serious medical issues um, and can no longer even afford to take care of Hershey, the beautiful dog, um, but also she's moving and cannot take Hershey with her. So it's like, it's just, Mm -hmm. there's no way around this. And, And then now the highlight is that we got another picture of Hershey. Cuddling up to a cat, which was yeah. really nice to see, and that picture actually made Hershey look more beautiful than her rescue pictures looked. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want Hershey to come home to us now. Yeah. Um, so the process is moving forward; it's just progressing slowly. Slowly, um, but that ends up being, you know, one that's typical to That's just the universe telling me I still have not learned the lesson of patience. So here's another mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so who knows what'll happen um, if we get the the time scheduled for Sunday. What they what the rescue owner said was they don't usually do like a meet and greet and then a dog goes home with you the same day, but they have been known to do it. And I said, look, we're flexible, we work from home, yeah. we will make a second trip out, We it's fine. So we're gonna prepare just in case Hershey can come home with us on Sunday, but we are also like, make sure the back area of the car is like comfy and whatever. But also, we're open to the fact that we might be making a midweek trip to Orlando. Um, whatever it takes is is how I feel about it. Yeah. Um. So that's the Hershey news.
1: Mm-hmm. Now there 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 is something that has been forgotten. There's something that's
0: been forgotten. Something
1: that's been forgotten, and people are 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 curious. There is talk in the chat. Okay. About this. Oh yeah. And nothing was mentioned of the emoji <laughs> of the week.
0: Cause I didn't. You know what I'm gonna do, and it's podcast listeners. I'm sorry you can't see this unless you go to our Instagram and you look at the picture. My lips are like fucking red as fuck this week. Mm-hmm. There is a lips emoji. That's like a lipsticky. It's a it's a set of lips, but to me, they're always wearing like red lipstick. That's the emoji of the week. We're gonna celebrate the fact that I feel like I went really bold. <laughs> um. So. Ta-da on that, it's it's a set of lips. I always think of it like a kiss, but the the way the lips are, it looks like a lipstick kiss. Yeah, if you can find it for the live stream chat, I'm not sure, podcast listeners, if you're like, which one, which one? First of all, anyone Mm. will do, I don't mind. Um, But it's, yeah, disembodied lips, it's not a face. Um, But if you are subscribed to the newsletter, I put the Emoji of the Week in the subject line
1: might be under uh, this one, I think. I don't know. As I, a little, I know look, the one you're talking about.
0: Uh, Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, but you you're looking at YouTube emojis, and those emojis suck. Yeah. So emoji of the week. Oh, yes. Yeah. There, yes. There they are. If in the live stream chat, there's lips for days, and so mm-hmm, there we are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, this has nothing uh, nothing to do with the other thing we were going to say about in this bonus section. But I'm wearing this bright ass fucking red after I watched a video about from somebody I'm watching more videos by, Alex, Alex, is it Anel, Annelle? I don't know how she says her last name. I like her. She's the one that taught me, just put one fucking color on your eyelid and call it a fucking day. Um, (laughs) But she did a whole video on red lipsticks and how to find the perfect red. And she was like, Mm. warm toned reds, make your teeth look more yellow. Look for a cool toned red. What the fuck did I put on my face? warm toned red (laughs) oh okay color theory really does work
1: (laughs) um so yeah Yeah. okay
0: so the final update
1: final thing we we weren't
0: sure we knew we would have a podcast episode no matter what right we were not sure if we would get to have a live stream this week
1: exactly
0: because our internet went down for the whole neighborhood yeah. But our um, provider didn't believe that it was the neighborhood.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sunday morning, I was woken up. I, I slept later than she did, actually, uh-huh, Sunday morning. Uh-huh. And and I woke up to, we have no internet.
0: None. Dead in the water. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so I did what I, I normally do. I rebooted the router. Right. And everything came back up. Didn't, didn't think about it um, after that. Um, you know, every once in a while I'll have to reboot the router, reset. And away we went until Monday morning when I woke up. There was no internet. And there was no internet. So, and it was for the house and the work. Right. That and we, both we, have, down. we have
0: two sets, same provider, but we have business internet, that's the office, and yeah. we have home internet, that's everything else.
1: So we're dead in the water. And, and I pull up my app, and the app for the provider we have goes, is connected to the home because that way I can control the boy's Wi-Fi access through there. So it, it went into their, the home Wi-Fi's help chat. And I'm explaining to the guy, explaining to the guy, and he's telling me the problem is me And he spent the entire time trying to upsell me. Yeah,
0: your service doesn't work, but here, buy this. Right. So it cannot work for more.
1: Yeah. So I I finally told him, never mind, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and disconnected the chat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Came and dug up the information for the business end and contacted them. Um. Went through with them. They had me go through all the troubles, you know, verify you have power, make sure all the connections are connected, yada, yada, And I yada. know they
0: have to do it, but man, it yeah. drives me
1: yeah bonkers. So they put in the ticket. Well, nine o'clock, bam, we have internet. Mm-hmm. It's back on. Mm-hmm. At 11 o'clock, they closed the ticket
0: yeah didn't reach out didn't, didn't reach
1: out nothing they Your just, they just up, closed so the ticket
0: closed the ticket
1: and that had me a little hot under the collar uh-huh. but everything was working mm-hmm. until 7 o'clock that night
0: while I was in the middle of updating something on a website that's not even my website it was a client's website I'm in there yeah. working yeah hadn't hit save
1: yet mm-hmm. it's fine yep. it's fine it's fine Back onto the chat. Yeah. And I tried explaining to the guy, look, I have this ticket number. It was closed, obviously, and he's trying to tell me that it's just me.
0: But you are uh, Sly Fox, who is not an introvert.
1: (laughs) I had already talked to the neighbors. Multiple. Multiple neighbors. The people next door to us had no internet. People across the street. Had no internet. And it was
0: going out at the same. And
1: it was going out at the same time and coming back on at the same time.
0: Hmm. Not just us then.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, um it I was on with him for a good hour and a half for got a ticket. Yeah. And he promised to send somebody out, which um they did, and he actually arrived early. Yeah, I was surprised yes, by that. Yesterday morning, he yeah. actually arrived early.
0: But that was under our business account, right? Yes. That's why.
1: Yeah. and Stupid, um, but that's why. He was like, look, when I was coming here, I noticed that, you know, there were numerous houses out. Huh. And he goes, I, I really, you know, they put down that it's your house. <laughs> and I said, I don't believe that.
0: And I told them that. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times.
1: <laughs> And uh, he started, he's like, I don't even need to come in and see anything. He's like, I'm just going to go right to the box. So he went there and he's hooking up and, and he's metering and running all kinds of things, whatever he does. And he was like, yeah, yeah, something going on. So um, he put in a, a escalated ticket.
0: Fancy.
1: And he actually had me take a picture. Wow. Of the ticket, so I had that number.
0: Wow!
1: And yesterday afternoon, by two o'clock, there was one of the big um, maintenance trucks out here, and he was coming down the street working on box after box after box.
0: There was a problem in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We do
1: we have internet, so yeah,
0: yeah. But, so uh, it, was, it was it was stressful. It, it
1: was very <laughs> and stressful. It's
0: funny because. You and I both remember lives where we were not connected to the Internet or yeah. hardly connected and it didn't matter. And now it's like, yeah, what yeah.
1: do you mean I can't
0: get on the Internet? And
1: Mel, you know, I, I understand that, you know, these people are obligated to do that.
0: What Mel for podcast listeners, what Mel has said is that as someone who's worked in a call center, we're usually obligated to say those things. And that was a thing I pointed out as well, because I have yeah. worked in a call center. And,
1: yeah. I, and I and I do understand that.
0: Yeah, it's but, poor company policy to make people say that in yeah. a fucking call and, center. And
1: I, I think what w- had frustrated me was the fact that the person on the chat was being very dismissive of the problem.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is hard to tell with tone. True. And that is a problem with, with texting anything. True. It's because you're reading it as dismissive because they... Can't, you know, now it's a real simple workaround. I'm so sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the problem really is with the corporate culture where it's like, oh, it's a troubleshooting call. It's a service call. While you're there, we need you to hit these quotas Mm -hmm. for upsell this and offer that. and Like, (sighs) makes it bad for everybody. And before anybody helpfully says, have you looked at other providers? Why, yes the fuck we have. Yeah. And we have we have one other provider we could go to, but we get worse connection and l- slower speeds than we get with mm-hmm. who we have. And they're the only one we can choose. Right. We looked. <laughs> yep. So,
1: so So yeah, it's uh it it's it's been a lot going on. Yeah. And A it's, lot. And
0: then, of course, the thing we're not talking about, because we are here to be distracted from, we had an election this week.
1: Whatever else is going on. As now.
0: of the time of recording streaming, we don't know the f- final results. We might no. not know by the time the podcast goes out. Right. Here's the thing. I know how I want it to go, but what I ultimately want is for all the fucking votes to be counted. One way or the other, just count the fucking votes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah.
0: stop early. Don't challenge votes because they hadn't when they hadn't even been counted yet. Just fucking count the votes. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, I think I know from people I've been interacting with, like even if you are not American. In Strasburg, <laughs> I've got so many friends in the UK. One, they keep checking in, like "How you doing?" Yeah, yeah but also yeah. they're you can they're basically biting their own nails, like "What the fuck is going on with you?" And we're like, "I don't know."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, it's been, we've Mm -hmm. been eating our feelings. Yep. I'm, uh, weather, Florida weather is the perfect temperature. Oh,
1: the weather has been beautiful here. i have been able to wear long
0: sleeves. I've been wearing stretchy pants, pants that actually go down to my ankle. Grateful because when I say I've been eating my feelings, y'all, I don't eat bread because it does, it is not. It's not something I should be eating on many level n- levels, not just, ooh, cause I don't eat carbs. Mm-hmm. I had a hamburger with a fucking bun. It was the best thing I've eaten in <laughs> a long time. <laughs> I don't regret eating it, but yeah, I do know yeah. that I should wear nothing with a snap or a button or a zipper around my waist for a while. Mm. Um, a lot of fried chicken. I had Popeye's one night. I had, we have a local place called Lee's. We had that for lunch yesterday. I'm eyeing the Zaxby's coupons in the kitchen. (laughs) Like so much chicken that's been deep fried in oils. I probably should not consume. So many French fries. So many French fries,
1: and I have been batch making cold brew like it's oh, going we've, out been, of style. we've
0: been slamming down
1: coffee. Like,
0: <laughs> I did tweet on my personal account the other day when I was confiding in the fact that I don't have lost count of my caffeine consumption. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I'll stop drinking when I stop blinking.
1: Yeah. Um, right.
0: actually, mostly when my stomach starts to hurt, that's when I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe I should have yeah. some water. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, it's 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 wild, Ooh, it um. Is. But we're here. Yep. We're going to keep being here.
1: And we'll be here Friday.
0: We will uh, Friday night YouTube live stream hang out. Yep. I hope we're celebrating and we're not uh, crying. Uh, that's what I hope. If we're still in limbo, I can handle that but if we're not a limbo, I hope we're celebrating. Yep. Um, I also hope we hear soon about Hershey and can move yeah. forward with that. Cause right. I have sort of like house hunting. D- this, is, this is a way I do things for myself. I know other people do it differently. We did this when we we're buying a house. I'm doing this with Hershey. The moment I'm like, yes, that one, I can't look at any other options
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because it's super easy to start doing that whole, but what if that one's better? So I just don't even look, I don't go look. I haven't looked at shelters. I haven't looked at rescue pages. Mm -hmm. I haven't did the same with houses. I had to delete the realtor app off my phone. Like don't be looking at any other houses. You have put in an offer on this one and it's been accepted. That's your house now. Um, So it's like, okay, in my mind, I want Hershey no matter how difficult it might be at first, And I appreciated the rescue for being very upfront about that. Like this will be difficult at first, Mm -hmm. but also Hershey is a dog who's been owned by the same person since she was a puppy and she's been loved her whole life. And I'm like, great. Then she can come to my house and be spoiled. I'm not her mom. I'll be her aunt. It's fine.
1: (laughs) I'll be the cool aunt that took her in. The crazy aunt.
0: The cool aunt. Who's quirky and not mainstream? I'm that aunt, and I will spoil her fucking rotten. We've all seen those uh, Lifetime, Hallmark, and other movies where the mom can't anymore for different reasons. The yeah. aunt steps in. I'm that aunt. It's fine. I'm ready to. I'm ready to spoil Onyx too, but she, she's not ready to be spoiled yet. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're working on it. I already know what I want to get her for Christmas. I've never. Saki, I think, got – we tried to do a Christmas thing for him one year, and Mm -hmm. he looked at us like, why do I care about this toy? I love that toy (laughs) over there. And I went, oh, that's not fun. Yeah, yeah. But I'm already, like, mentally (laughs) – Picking out Christmas presents for Onyx. We haven't talked about it, but hi, I want to buy Onyx. And if we have Hershey, Hershey would get something too. Because yeah. uh, just like I, you know, I even it out for the kids. I'll even it out for the, the fur babies. But yeah, mm-hmm. I already know some things I want to get for well, Onyx. Well, you know, it was
1: funny. <laughs> the, other, the other day, I, I had kind of gotten to a little point with Onyx. I ignored her for the day. Mm. And she did not like that at all.
0: Yeah, no. She's a baby girl. She is in her own way. We yeah. might not use that mm-hmm. label. She's mm-hmm. a fucking baby girl.
1: I mean, I I still put out her treats. I still put out her wet food and and you know all that. I didn't not ignore her that way. Maybe, you know, she had cleaned the litter box and all that, but um, I I just kind of ignored her, and she was like, okay, I see what's happening here. I was walking by. And she actually jumped out and wrapped her legs around my ankle. Only you. Only you. And I'm like, okay, you, you, you know.
0: She will come, come meow at me while I'm trying to go to the bathroom. (laughs) We do have that relationship.
1: (laughs) But anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to have to start chasing kids here soon. I know.
0: i got to jump on a Skype call and have another planning call so yeah. that I can, you know, keep building the kinky empire and take over the fucking world. You know, little mm-hmm, things, just mm-hmm. little plans. Um, thank y'all for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time and attention. Absolutely. Thank you for everything. Um, I have, there are things coming up that are are like sooner rather than later, summer 2021. I'm like getting geared up to want to talk about them. But there's so much personal stuff going on that, like, I was like, "Oh, I think I'll mention that this week." Fucking slipped my mind till the end. It's coming. There's stuff, mm-hmm. little stuff, big stuff, stuff. Um, we will talk about it. Um, if you are a YouTube subscriber or you consider watching us on YouTube, uh, our videos from here on out for at least the next few weeks will be very product heavy because we've got so many things that we have put off reviewing. <laughs> so just forgive us for a yeah. while. We'll hopefully make the the long episodes and live streams. Interesting topics. Um, So yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it for us. Thank you to Tayshu at Elegantly Owned. BDSM Holiday is your coupon code there. So definitely use that if you're going to (laughs) shop. And we will be back again the next time we're back again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, y'all.
1: Bye.